Welcome to Experiencing Christ with Pastor Dennis Matovu. Freedom Experience is a teaching ministry of the Word that is driven by the purpose that believers may subjectively realize the full knowledge of the truth according to 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 4. Experiencing God in the incarnated Word, which is Christ to be life and light to man with grace and reality for man's enjoyment. And now, open wide your spirit to receive this great teaching which is going to empower you to begin experiencing Christ as your life. This is Pastor Dennis Matovu, worth hearing. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. <laughs> freedom reigns in this place. Freedom experience, experiencing Christ. For this wonderful grace that he has given us even today. Thank you for tuning in wherever you are. This is Pastor Dennis Matov Odell from Kampala, Uganda. And I want to appreciate those that have been following our teachings everywhere, on our radio, on all platforms, Facebook. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in always. May the Lord richly uh, bless you in the name of Jesus. Please, you can also contact your, your brother, your sister to always tune in so that we follow and uh, we will be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Um, today we have our continuation from the teaching of Experiencing Christ Daily, a wonderful episode, a series that is, has blessed a lot of people and still blessing them. If you have missed our previous episodes, please, I request you that you may uh, go back into our archives on our website. Uh, you get everything that you need to follow so that we are on the same uh, page. Hallelujah. I'm called Pastor Dennis Matov, other from Kampala, Uganda. And uh, we are a Freedom Experience Ministry where we experience Christ as our life, as our light, as our grace, and our reality. You see, you have got to take Christ as your everything. Christ is supposed to be as your living portion. The portion that you are supposed to live every day by His grace. Hallelujah. So, we are here to bring you this Christ. We are here to bring you this wonderful Christ that we have received by His grace. Amen. We are here to minister this living Christ. And if you have been following, you discover that there are several things that we are uh, digging out out of the scriptures for our enjoyment we are learning to take christ as our full portion for our enjoyment you see when we get saved it's not all it is not over you have just begun another journey to understand god to understand god who is in christ jesus the bible says that it pleased the father to have his uh, fullness to dwell in in jesus christ bodily so if you want to understand god we have to pursue christ we have to go for christ you are to seek out the depth of this christ and this is what we call experiencing christ so that you are fully like aware and you are enlightened by the the light which comes of out of the word of god even today we are to continue from wherever we had stopped and uh, this time we are we are in the book of colossians we are digging out from the first chapter some depth and some revelations uh, we are in chapter one 
I'll read for you um, where we where we are going to be today learning from in Colossians chapter 1. Praise the Lord. So the Bible says, uh, yesterday we are talking about uh, sharing verses 12, verses 9 to 12. I'll read for you, then we continue to, uh, to read some few verses today uh, and we share them. The Bible says that in Colossians chapter 1 verse 9, For this cause we also, since we the day we had it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. That was a wonderful teaching. You can go back and get it that we, uh, we got from those verses. Verse 10 says that, that you might walk worthy of the Lord and to all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Verse 11 says, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power and to all patience and long suffering uh, with joy, with joyfulness. And that was what we are sharing yesterday. It was a wonderful, wonderful uh, teaching. Uh, verse 12 says that give, giving thanks unto the Father which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. Now that the moment you get saved, then you are you qualify to become a sharer of Christ, Christ as your portion. So we say that uh, verse 13 says that who has delivered us uh, from the powers of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son, in whom we have redemption through this blood, even the forgiveness of sins, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. Now, today we want to go deep to see uh, how much God has delivered us out of this authority of darkness. For sure, we were one time in darkness, we lived in darkness, just like the children of Israel lived in Egypt in the bondage uh, whereby the Pharaoh had to oppress them and bind them into, um, into slavery. But when God sent Moses, Moses had to deliver them from a certain place, which is a dark place a painful place until he had to take them into another place. So there was a transfer. There were two things. The Bible mentions a deliverance and also a transfer. These things do happen to every believer. The moment you accept Jesus Christ, uh, God does the first step is to deliver you. We saw that the process including includes deliverance and uh, that's when that's the first step. There are some people that God has called and to do that in the best way, they are good in deliverance. But we see that according to Colossians chapter 1 verse 12 and 13, Paul speaks of darkness. That means when we get saved, the first thing that God delivers us out is we are delivered from the powers of darkness, from the authorities of darkness. But there is also a transfer to the light. So another word was the light. Then and they talk about the authority. The authority, praise the Lord. They talk about the authority. Uh, that is, we are delivered from the authorities of, of darkness. And then what happens? Another step was we are sanctified. We are sanctified, we are redeemed, we are washed by the blood. Then afterwards, there is the wonderful point, the wonderful part of us taking a portion all an inheritance in Christ. And this is what the born again, the church of God has missed, has been missing. They are already born again. They are, they are believers. They are followers of Christ. But the challenge is 
they have not yet possessed their portion. They have not yet enjoyed Christ as their portion, as their inheritance. Just like the children of Israel, when they were delivered by Moses, we see that Moses had to prepare them through passing the desert and they experienced every negative things in the desert so that God prepares them to, to, to get ready to possess the good land. So their point of destination was possessing the entering the good land. Now when they entered the good land by Joshua, they had not yet possessed the land, although they were in the land. Likewise, we today, the, the born again, we are saved, we are believers, we love Christ, we are even servants of Christ, but a few have gone ahead to possess. They have entered Christ, but they have not yet taken Christ as their all-inclusive uh, possession, all-portion, all-inheritance. So that's why Paul said yesterday in Acts chapter 26, he says that for this purpose God had called me so that I may open their eyes that they may come, be transferred from darkness to light. Even today, our ministry, this is our major burden. We see that we open the eyes of people so that they go deeper. Paul says in Acts chapter 26, he says that God had called in verse 18 to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the authority of Satan unto God that they may receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. So that was the calling that Jesus gave to Paul. He told them that these people, when you deliver them from darkness, you have to take them to light. But that's not enough. You are to, they are to be forgiven and sanctified by my blood. But the most important thing, you are to make sure they inherit their portion, their inheritance. So we are talking about how we can inherit Christ as our inheritance and experience him and enjoy him daily. Praise the Lord. So today I want to talk about this being delivered out of the authority of darkness. We are going to talk about the negative side, which is to know and to uh, acquaint ourselves with the darkness, the, what is in the authority of darkness, what does it mean to be delivered from the authorities of darkness, and that is the authorities of Satan, the authorities of evil in the heavenly places you see today the heavenly places is possessed by evil powers evil and uh, the, the powers of evil the powers of, of of satan they sit in the authority in the heavenlies that's why the bible mentions in ephesians chapter 6 remember the bible tells us that uh, i read for you paul was preparing finally told the church of ephesians in chapter 6 he told them that finally in verses 10 my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So in the high places, which is the heavenlies, we know that there is these powers. They are there. The powers of darkness, and we cannot um, uh, we cannot say that the, we don't mind about them. They are there, and this is why Christ has given us authority, because there is Satan's authority of darkness, and this is the authority of evil that is in the heavenlies, in the air. Praise the Lord. So we see that um, this evil refers to something that is anything that is rebellion against God. Because Satan and his fallen angels, they rebelled against God, they became the evil powers. They became the evil authority of Satan. 
and the authority of evil, the challenge is that this rebellion which is in the heavenlies of the kingdom of Satan, it is the kingdom of Satan and the authority of darkness. Remember, the, uh, Satan has got a kingdom himself. That is the kingdom of darkness, as God has got the kingdom of light. So, we have got to know uh, that the kingdom of darkness is related to death, whereas the kingdom of light is related to life. That's why there is a transfer from one kingdom of darkness to another kingdom of light. So there is always this daily transfer as I'm going to share with you today. I'm going to show you that even when we are in Christ, there is still a daily transfer. Every day you are supposed to come closer to the light. You are supposed to draw nearer to the light coming out of the darkness that came with you when you were delivered from the powers of darkness. Yesterday I was telling you that even though we have been trans translated from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light, there is some darkness that came with us. We, are, we have darkened mind. We have darkened. Our eyes are blinded. We cannot even see. We have some dark actions that we do even when we are in Christ. And this darkness is got to be, it has got to be, uh, we have got to be delivered from it on a daily basis by approaching and drawing nearer to the light. Hallelujah. So we see that certain darkness and death, these stand in opposition to God's light to God and his light and life. In other words, there is always a contrast. Where there is Satan, there is God. Where there is darkness, there is light. And where there is death, there is life. So when we come to 1 Peter chapter 1, 1 Peter chapter 2, uh, verses 9, the Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, this is Peter uh, telling us, the work that the Lord has done into our life. In chapter 2, verse 9, the Bible says that, but you are chosen, a chosen generation. We are in First Peter chapter 2, verse 9. It says, you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praise, praises of him who has called you out of darkness into the marvelous light. So we see that we are called from a place which is a place of darkness and we are brought into the marvelous light, the, meaning that the kingdom of Satan is a kingdom of darkness and Satan uh, is here referred as death, but the kingdom of light is God and himself is life. So there is always this work that is going on. Hallelujah. So we are delivered from the devil and we, that we might come to uh, God who is light that might be delivered from the might of death. Even today, this death is pursuing people. Remember in the in the book of uh, Exodus, when God was judging the, the land of Egypt, the last enemy, the last powers that had to make the, uh, the, 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 the land of Egypt to submit was that he had to send the angel of death. That, that that's when the uh, Pharaoh had to release every uh, the Israelites to leave because death had uh, had visited them in their land. So even today, God says, I have delivered you from that powers of death, the might of death. Remember, according to the scriptures, we see that Jesus Christ of the enemies that the last enemy had to conquer was death. He had conquered Satan on the cross and he died. But because he resurrected, he has power over death. Today, death is under Jesus's feet. And to be delivered out of the authority of darkness is to be delivered from the devil. It's to be delivered from the might of death. We are in Hebrews. I'll show you some scriptures. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 14. Hebrews 
chapter 2 verse 14 and this is the work that the lord is doing even on a daily basis wherever you are there is always whenever you fellowship whenever you hear the word of god there is a work the lord is doing in us hebrews chapter 2 verse 14 says that for as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood he also himself likewise took part of the same that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death that is the devil so there is a reason as why christ had to put on flesh he had to put on flesh so that he overcomes the enemy in the flesh he overcomes sin which was in the flesh but when he was crucified and died he had to go and wage a war against these powers of death until he overcame death that's how he was able to overcome all the powers he overcame darkness by being the light he overcame uh, the, 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 the the sin by coming to the flesh and live a holy life then he overcomes death on the cross and he resurrects on the third day so this is what christ has done for us and so that he transfers us from such powers of darkness and to his kingdom which is a king the kingdom of light and for this cause we have got to pursue him we have got to love him we have got to always always come to know him on a daily basis john chapter 17 john chapter 17 verses 15 the bible says I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but thou shouldest that you should keep them from the evil. So he prays for us even today that the Lord, he was praying to the Father, keep them from the evil. In, in that in the world there is, uh, there is evil, there is death, there is, there is all wickedness that is taking place. And we have been delivered from the devil, we have been delivered from Satan, we have been delivered by the death, uh, by the death of Christ. When Jesus Christ died on the cross, I tell you, we were delivered in such a way. That's why the book of Colossians has got some rich things, some rich scriptures that prove the work of Christ, like Colossians, uh, Colossians chapter 2, verses, verses uh, 15. The Bible says in verses 15 that, and having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. In other words, there was a battle. It was like a wrestling. He had to spoil the powers to destroy the principalities and the powers of darkness. He had to show them openly, shaming them and triumphing over them on the cross. So whereas people are seeing just a mere cross and Jesus dying there, it was a real battle in the spiritual realm. So we see that by the life of Christ, even today, we are more than conquered because we live in the life of Christ, which is in resurrection. Even today, as we are living the resurrection life, this is our victory. This is our success. And this is why we celebrate Christ. This is what we preach him. We take him as our message. Hallelujah. So when you come to John chapter 5, you'll see in verses 24, the Bible says that, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that hears my word and believes on him that sent me, he says that, has everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death into life. So there has been a transfer. God has caused us to pass from death into life. When you come to Christ and you accept him as your Lord and Savior, you have eternal life. And eternal life is a sign that you have passed from death into life. So we have seen that the authority of darkness is a kingdom, uh, is, is the kingdom of Satan. 
and that Satan himself is darkness. We have seen that this kingdom of, 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 of Satan is a system. I want to show you that the kingdom of Satan is a system and this system is living today in the world. People are living this worldly system and this is the system of the kingdom of Satan. And in this kingdom, you have got to know that not everything in this system is evil. There are some good things that appear to be used by even people, even the born against. We can't do away with them. They appear to be good and we are in this system. It is it's where we are operating from. And this system doesn't have only evil things, but it has also things that are good. And the good things are so many, whereby we use them in our day-to-day -day life. But the devil knows this is my system. So when you look at all the things that are taking place uh, uh, in, the, in the world and the, the systems of leadership, the government, the setups of economy, everything that you see, there is, that is the system that has got control and the devil has control over it because he's the prince of the world. And if we are not keen enough and sober, this system has taken many from, from God back to the powers of darkness. That's why the Lord says in Matthew, and says you, you cannot love mammon and God. He says you cannot serve two masters at a go. So meaning when we are on earth, we are having two masters. And you are supposed to subject yourself to one and despise the other, as the Bible says. Meaning that there are two systems. There is the heavenly system, which you find in the Bible, which is preached in the church. But there is also the worldly system, which is the system of, of Satan, which is the system of, uh, of the kingdom of darkness. And when we talk about this system, the evil side is easily known. People can see that fornication is evil. It is a system. Uh, gambling is evil. It is a system and other evil works as you know. But it is difficult to realize that there are some good things that are still a system of the devil and those things we cannot see. We, we will think that, okay, if I, if I get rid of fornication, if I get rid of gambling, if I get rid of any other uh, bad things, then I think I'm a good person. So remember in the Bible, the Bible talks about two trees. It talks about the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Remember, the, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil was a tree which was contrary to God's tree of life. And God had to warn Adam and told him, Adam, there are two systems here. There is a system of life and there is a system of knowledge of good and evil. The system of the, of, of the kingdom of darkness has got an aspect of the good things. It has got an aspect of knowledge. Remember, we need knowledge. And we people want to live in the knowledge. But you realize that even knowledge is a department of, of this system. It is a system in, 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 devil's, in the devil's kingdom, whereby people want to acquire knowledge, whether it is good or bad, whether it is godly or not. That's why people go for, uh, for education. That's why people go for philosophy. They go for several things so that they may acquire knowledge, so that they want to know the good things and the bad things. But whereas we are seeking out knowledge, they forget that knowledge comes from the tree of, of good and evil. And if we were to seek the living knowledge, that's when we are going to eat from the tree of life, from the system of God. The living knowledge is in the scriptures. The living knowledge is in the tree of life. So this is a battle that we are having in this system and we are still being delivered daily from the powers of darkness. Everything that we see on TV sets, on all media, social medias, these things, there is a system that is moving on. It is working so much day and night so that many are being diverted back 
to live in the dark powers, to live and to be influenced by the powers of darkness. That's why we come up and begin to open your eyes so that you may see the realities, what is taking place, what is going on. Hallelujah. So whereas people are thinking that gambling is a system, also there is also good things as knowledge, and this is also a system in the kingdom of Satan. Hallelujah. So you see that most people want to condemn people that are doing evil, but there is also some good things that this Satan has systemized, and these things have systemized the people, and people like they are blind, they cannot see, they are using these systems, uh, and this is going to uh, lead many into uh, uh, hell. They are going to, to, to they are going to, to, to go to, 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 they have gone astray, because why? They are good things that are going on in the world. And these good things, even the church is using them. We can't do away with them. That's why Jesus has prayed for us in John and says that, Father, I pray that you do not take them out of the world. They are in the world, but let them not be of the world. So there is always a battle there. And this is where we call for Christ to live in us on a daily basis to show us the way. Remember, he says in Matthew uh, 11, and says that, come to me and learn from me take my yoke and learn from me. Learn the way I walk. We are to learn the way Christ walked this earth 33 years back in his, in his life, 2,000 years back. You see? So now, even today, we have got to learn from Christ how we should live this day-to-day life in the way that is pleasing to the Lord. Glory to God. So, whereas we have several other things like uh, the Jews in, in, in um, which are in Israel, we have also the, the Muslims. They vigorously oppose the gospel of Christ. You can't imagine that even in, in uh, the Jews in Israel, they are still fighting the gospel of Christ. A few are born again. We have also the Muslims. These people are so vigorous when they begin to fight the gospel of Christ. They, you see that when you look into their system, it appears to be a system that is not evil. It is a system of good things. It appears to be things that are good in their regions, but these are all systems of the devil that is fighting Christ and his church. So we see that these principles that they use in their regions are good. The Mormons, if you know the Mormons, these are people that are honest. They are ethical. They have got, they, they, they have got moral standards that are high. They have a life that they live. That when you look at them and the way they do things, you begin to admire them. But that is also a system that is a system of the devil, whereby they are controlled by the same system of the devil. You know that the Mormons, are they even refrain their bodies. They, ref, they refrain themselves from drinking. They don't drink alcohol. They don't uh, drink coffee. They don't drink tea because tea is black. Coffee is black. So they are keeping their bodies. And when you see their system, it is good. But this system is also a system of, of the kingdom of darkness. It is not leading people to life. So they are so strict and they are so upright, you cannot admire them. But Mammon is also part of the authority of darkness. There are several sects and denominations and rather doc, uh, doctrinal teachings and religious religions, but they have got one system that is controlling them. They appear to be of God, but they are not God's system. The system of God is clearly indicated in the scriptures and this system has got Christ as the center, has got Christ as the hub whereby everything is in him. We move, we live and have our being. That's why Paul was telling the church uh, of Colossae and was telling them be careful of the Judaism and uh, their authorities because the Judaism and their teachings, the Jews and their teachings and the region of Judaism was also a system. 
And this is why uh, Paul was one of the people. He was strong in this system. In the days of the book of Acts, he was strong and was one of the leaders uh, in this system of Judaism until Christ had to meet him and tell him, why do you persecute me with your system? Rise up and I show you the right way to take. That's when Paul was delivered from the powers of darkness and the authority of darkness and he was transferred into the kingdom of light. And you know very well, this is what happened in Acts chapter 9 uh, when God visited Paul. Um, Acts chapter 9, you see, that God visits Paul uh, as he was leading, going to Damascus with the system of Judaism to fight the church of Christ. And here Christ visits him and he saw light. The Bible says in Acts chapter 9, um, it says that uh, Acts 9, Acts chapter 9, it says, And Saul yet breathing out threatenings, verse, verse 1, and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord went unto the high priest because that was the system that had even high priests and desired of him letters of to Damascus to the synagogue that he if he found any of the way any of this way which way Jesus was the way any of this way whether they were men or women he might bring them bound unto Jerusalem so he, had, he was so zealous and so vigorous and he loved the system of Judaism, not knowing that it was a system of darkness, but he was fighting the system of God. So we see that um, the Bible says that and on his journey he came near Damascus and suddenly there shined around about him a, a, a light from heaven. When God is going to visit any person, light will first come. A person will see light whether by revelation, whether through the teachings, whether through the preachings, he, his eyes are opened. So even God was visiting and uh, uh, visiting Paul, he had to first flood a powerful light, the light from Christ. The Bible says there was light from heaven that shone around about him, light from heaven, and he fell to the earth. And he heard a voice saying unto Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he said, Thou, who art thou, Lord? And he said that I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the priests. So he had a voice. The Bible, the Bible says that immediately, verse six tells him, and he trem, and he trembling and astonished, he said, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? What do you want me to do now? Meaning that he had accepted to change from the powers of darkness to light. And then he asked, what am I to do? And the Lord said unto him, arise and go into the city and it shall be told thee what thou must do. You see, uh, he was sent to be discipled by someone. And the men which journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice, but seeing no man. And Saul arose from the earth and he, when his eyes were opened, he saw no man, but they, they led him by the hand. In other words, by the time he opens the eyes, he is blind. The light that first shone upon him had to cause blindness, a temporary blindness. Why? Because he, he had to be blinded from the, the old system so that God again opens the eyes of Paul into seeing the new system and new things in a new way. That's why he first blinds them. He first blinds him. Why? Because he wanted to give him a ministry of transferring people from the uh, open their eyes open their blindness so that they begin to see the kingdom of light. 
So God first gives him blindness as a sign, a temporary blindness, so that Paul uh, gets to know the work and what is included in the work. There was a temporary blind, blinding. So this is always happening. When we come to Christ, he wants to first blind us so that we no longer, we cease to see the system, the old system that where we have come from. He wants to blind us so that we no longer see where, wherever we have come from and what is there. So that by the time we pray and seek him, he will open our eyes so that we may see and understand scriptures, so that we may see the light and the light of life. So this blindness indicates that there, is, uh, there are some things that we are supposed to be blinded from. And afterwards, Paul had to pray so much. And he prayed until he received his sight when Ananias laid hands on him. He opened the eyes. We need, when we come to Christ, we have to be transferred from darkness. We need someone to open our eyes so that we may begin to see and to know what we ought to do in this kingdom of light. What we are supposed to do in uh, the kingdom of Jesus Christ. You need someone to open your eyes. You need someone to, to lay hands on you to show you the way. You need someone to open the scriptures for you. Because these scriptures we are reading from the Bible, they are open, they are closed. They need revelation. They need a person who has got open eyes. When you read the Bible with blind eyes, you will not see anything. You only see letters. And the Bible says that letter kills. Hallelujah. So this is it. We need someone. God always gives you a person, an Ananias, to open your eyes, to show you the way, to show you how you are supposed to leave this system where you have come into, to bring off that blindness and to see that your eyes are opened towards light. This is the work of Christ. This is still going on. There is a dead opening. People are being transferred from darkness to light, from the authority of Satan and to God. Just like Paul, we are supposed to be led out of the, uh, any authorities of Satan and we come into the kingdom of his marvelous light as Peter has told us. Hallelujah. So, we need to have proper understanding when you are reading this verse of Colossians 1.13 because it shows us what is going on. There is a transfer. When you read the entire book of Colossians, you see that there is Paul was doing his best to transfer people from the, from the dark authorities, including Jewish religion, including observing of new moon and days, including circumcision that were, was practiced by them, including ordinances of the Gentiles, including philosophies. These are the things that Paul mentions in the Bible that had blinded people, that was a system that was blind people. Even today, we have these systems going on and people are blinded. They love their system. They cannot even come out of their system because they have been blinded by the evil one. We pray that the light of God may continue to shine through the preachings, through the teachings, through the work of the Lord, the Holy Spirit that is going on around the world so that people may come out of this darkness and they enter into the marvelous light of God in Jesus' mighty name. When you go into universities, every social group you know, there is the authority of darkness. It is working. This system is there working. When you look into the uh, society, you even, even the society of Christianity, there is also darkness. When you come to Christianity, People are still blinded. They have failed to come to see why Christ has saved them. They are still living in darkness. You don't think that it's going to be only in the other systems. Even in this Christianity, you will find that in the society of Christianity, some people are living in these powers of darkness. The authority of darkness is still covering them. They have not yet come to light. They are reading the Bible. They have failed to understand it. They are in the church. They have failed to understand why the church exists 
they begin to fight each other they begin to do all things because the the system is still working and is still powerful over them so it's not only outside there but we have got to open our eyes even in the church we find these authorities of darkness that's why there are several new teachings and fake gospels in the church why because the system is working and we are supposed to open our eyes wide and call upon the light of life so that he shines upon us in Jesus mighty name we are going to be overcomers and shall be we shall be we shall have control over the powers of darkness relying on the power of Jesus Christ so we need to ask ourselves how much light have you received you need to ask yourself how much darkness how how much are you still under the authority of darkness that's a question you have to ask yourself ask yourself how much have i come out of darkness and how much am i still under the authority of darkness we may talk about living christ experiencing christ moving in christ and some people say yes we can hear all those things but we are still having some darkness in us how much have you really lived for Christ from the day you accepted Jesus Christ this is the question you have to ask yourself since i got saved how much advice have i been delivered from darkness from the works of darkness in our daily life many of us are still under some aspects of satanic authority of darkness whether consciously or unconsciously or subconsciously or spontaneously they find themselves in the powers of darkness being used by this authority you find them that they are still even stealing <clears throat> they are still even uh they still even go for the drink they they, they, are, they are still even fornicating the system is still pull, pulling them and they need to be delivered on daily basis hallelujah so you have got to ask yourself question how much even today do i live in the spirit how much even today do i walk according to the spirit you see in galatian they are telling us that this system is always in our flesh the system of darkness the system of satan but the system of god is in our spirit that's why the bible says in galatian that do not do not walk in the in the flesh so that you don't fulfill the desires of the flesh but walk in the spirit and you shall fulfill the desires of the spirit you see that there is a system two systems in within a person one system is in your flesh in your soul life and another system is in your spirit and there is always a transfer you are supposed to come out of either if you are if you, are, you want to be spiritual you always come out of darkness to the spiritual to see more light if you are degrading you are backsliding you are always coming from light but going back to darkness this is happening daily towards the children of god always ask yourself how much time do you still live and walk in the self you find that from from morning to evening you are you have lived in the self you have lived in yourself you have abused you have uh, you have you have backbited you have uh, you have thought all evil by the day go, for, for the for the day to to come to, to the evening you find yourself that you have been walking in the self you have been living in the system which is the system of darkness and whenever we live in the self we are under the control of the authority of darkness and we are systemized by satan in any way some people are in church but they are systemized to lie he can lie and he lies without even fearing the system is still controlling him he systemized in that way others are systemized with anger is he living in anger others are systemized there are a lot of things that are still as a sign that the system is even in church working even in every person how are we going to overcome it thank god the bible says we have been transferred from this kingdom of darkness 
to the kingdom of light. Let you begin to see yourself living in the light of Christ. Read the scriptures, you shall have light. Fellowship, you shall live in the light. Pray, you shall come closer to the light. Rely on Christ, live out Christ. This is how you are going to come out of every authority, of every system which is taking people on a daily basis. You see, all mankind, even today, religious, non-religious, everyone is in darkness. Every day, even as the born again, we are fighting this darkness. You do your best to live in the light. There's always, there's got to be always an experience of light. Come out of darkness by changing the way you think. Come out of darkness by changing the way you do, your, you carry out your day to day. Remember, even on the social media, even on media, on TVs, on radios, the two systems are working. You find two programs. One is godly, another one is satanic. How are you going to spend the day? The whole day you are in, you are being taken and captivated by this system. It is controlling your mind, draining all the spiritual, the spirituality from you. And you cannot see because whatever you are seeing is good, pleasing, but it is killing. It is a system that is killing your spiritual life. So we have got to open our eyes to see that we are not systemized by this kingdom, by this satanic system. Hallelujah. You see that Satan has many ways, many ways to control even Christians. He has many ways. He knows where to touch. Even some of us, we see that we are, some people are still under this authority of darkness. Even in doctrine, some people are still teaching things that keep people in that system. There are some teachings, there are some doctrines that keep people in that system. They cannot come closer where light is. So most Christians, you find that they are still under some some form of doctrinal control. They are controlled by certain doctrine. It is a church that has got its own doctrine and they say if you don't be with us, then you don't belong to us. And that's why they begin to have false ministries and false churches. <coughs> so that is it. That is it. We need to open our eyes. We need to see that God delivers us. Other people are under authority <clears throat> of darkness because they are living according to some natural virtue. Like when you live in your, your good virtues, you have good character, you are a humble person in a natural way, and that can also be a system. You say, this is me, me, this is me. Even though I'm born again, this is me. You have forgotten that the day you accepted Christ, you cease to be you. You learn to live Christ. You learn to live the way of Christ. You learn to take the virtues of Christ. You learn to take the character of Christ. There is your humility. There is Christ's humility. There is your meekness. There is God's meekness. He says, come to me. I'll show you the way. Learn from me. I am meek. He has a way that he, which is meek. And this meekness is not your meekness. So some, th some, some of us are still controlled by this authority of darkness. In the way we live, your, your nature, your disposition, you're, the way you are, you grew up, you have refused to change from that, that you to come to a new you. I want to tell you, in the system of light, in the kingdom of light, he wants us to cease to be us. Every day we are supposed to cease to be us and turn to another person. We have got to turn into another person. And every natural virtue that we have, just know that the devil is going to use it to control you so that you don't come near to, 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 towards light. You see? So... Even saints, we are also controlled in our nature. Either some people have got a quick disposition, he's quick in everything, and others have got a slow. They are slow in the way they do things. These are all our natural natures. 
And uh, if we are not careful, Satan is using the natures that we are. How you grew up is using it to control you so that you are still in darkness. You are to know that the Lord has provided a way. He has transferred. He says, open their eyes that they may see, that they may come out of darkness. Any form of darkness that is around us, we are supposed to come out of it. Hallelujah. Any form of darkness, even in our day-to-day life, even in the way we take things, we are supposed to come out of it. Even your disposition, even your nature, even the way you do things, you are supposed to do things the way of Christ. This is why we pray every day. This is why we need God's guidance. Every day you are submitting submit to the Holy Spirit, tell Him that I don't know how to live. Show me your way. Open my eyes. Let your will be done in me. Because we can't trust even our will. We can't trust even our disposition. You can't trust even your nature. You can't. Because the devil knows if he's to take you where to touch. He knows. He knows our weakness. He knows our nature. He knows. And we have got to not to even rely or trust in ourselves. We are to trust in God. We are to live a godly life. So that we are not controlled by even our nature, our disposition. The way we, we grew up. The way we respond. So when we read these verses that we have read today, you see that the scope of authority of darkness is very wide. It comes even in the church, in the Christianity. And Satan has got ways to keep us in darkness and control us. And you may wonder, how should we live if everything is controlled by the devil? But Jesus warned us. He told us that in the world there are many tribulations. Be of good cheer, uh, have overcome the world. He went on to tell us that the prince of this world has no uh, nothing against me because I've overcome him. He was telling us that there is powers in this world, but you have to overcome them. Stand, stand, fight the good fight of faith. Put on the armor of light. You see, we'll come to know that <clears throat> there are two armors in the Bible. There's the armor of God and there's the armor of light. There are some things that whereby we don't use the armor of God and we are to put on the armor of light which is Jesus Christ and his nature. This is the armor which overcomes this natural life. The armor of light. It is only it's mentioned in Romans chapter, uh, I think it is chapter, chapter 14 or 13. We shall come to that. You discover that this armor of light is not the other armor, the full armor in Ephesians 6. The weapons of our warfare. But there is a warfare we fight using the armor of light. This is where we have got to fight our character, fight our natures, fight the good things by putting on the armor of light which is able to shine and to us we can we are able to see how things look like and how they are. This is the armor of light which is Christ still himself as our light. So we have a battle, we have a fight to fight, but thank God victory belongs to Jesus. He told, He has showed us the way. He wants us every day to open our eyes that we may be transferred from darkness to light. The darkness that is in your mind is supposed to go. The darkness that is in your eyes is supposed to go. God has got to open your eyes. Remove that veil. Hallelujah. God has got to do a transformation in your life on a daily basis. Changing our mind, the way we think. That's why he said, let us read Romans. I'll show you some scripture. Romans chapter 12, as we are about to finish. Romans talks about this system still. In verses 12, chapter 12, verse 1. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, 
by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Then it tells us about the system in verse 2. It says, and be not conformed to this world, because the world has got its own system. Don't be conformed. Don't liken yourself. Don't do things the way the world does them. It says, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Whenever we renew our mind, we are coming out of darkness to more light. This is done on a daily basis. When we read the Bible, listen to the scriptures, listen to the word, the preachings. If you study fellowship, there's always a transfer, a renewal of the mind. The word of God has that power to renew our mind, to bring us out of that system of darkness into the system of light. He says that do not be conformed unto this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good, that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So when you are transformed in your mind, you begin to see things in the way that pleases God, in the way that is acceptable, in the way that is good and perfect, you know the will of God. This is the work that we are doing on a daily basis. Every day as a child of God, do your best to live in a way of newness whereby you change on a daily basis, whereby you, you are transferred from one darkness to the, to, to, to the kingdom of light on a daily basis. Meaning that whoever was abusing, sees, let me give you one verse in Colossians chapter 4. There is some verses that show us that there is a daily work we are to do to come out of the authorities of darkness and live in the powers, the authority of light. The Bible says in Colossians chapter 4, um, I'll show you. It says in chapter 4 that um, chapter 4 verses, let me start from verse, um, did I say 4? Colossians? No, it said Ephesians, not Colossians. Ephesians. <coughs> Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11. Okay, no, let's begin from verses 15, 14. Okay, it says that henceforth, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with the wind of doctrine. There are some wind of doctrine that is carrying people from the light back to the darkness. He says, By the slate of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive, but speaking the truth in love may grow up, up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. 16. From whom we hold, from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplies. I'm jumping to verses 18. He says that uh, verses 17 This I say therefore and testify in the Lord that you henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind. So here Paul is telling the church of Ephesians, change the way you walk. Don't walk in the way whereby you are. You are have darkness in your mind. He says having the understanding Having the understanding darkened, 
being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance. You see, ignorance is the, our greatest enemy as a church. It, it darkens our mind and alienates us from God back to darkness. He says, uh, through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. So they're showing us the blindness, the darkness that is in the believer, in the mind, in the heart, in the way he does things, in the way he walks. He says, who being past feelings have given themselves over unto lasciviousness to walk all uncleanness with greediness, but ye have not so learned Christ like that. That's not how we have learned Christ. He's telling us, if so be that you have heard him, you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus Christ. In other words, if you have ever heard the gospel of Christ, if they have ever taught you Christ, that's not how Christ walks. That's not how Christ lives. He says that, that you put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts. This is the battle we are doing on a daily basis. And he, he says that, be renewed in the spirit of your mind. You see, there is a daily work we are to do to come from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. It was done objectively. We were one time and once for all delivered from darkness to light. But experientially and subjectively, there is always a transfer of from the kingdom of darkness to a kingdom of light. So, wherefore, he says, wherefore, put away lying, speaking every man truth with his neighbor. For where, he says, for we are members one to another. Be ye angry and sin not, yet let, no the, let not the sun go down upon your wrath, neither give place to the devil. Let him that stole steal no more. You see that there are some things that tell us get rid of these things, change to this. Look at verses 29. It says that let not corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to use to the use of edifying that it might minister grace unto the hearers and grieve not the Holy Spirit of God. You see, there is the Spirit of God in us every day who is doing the transformation, who is doing the transferring. But sometimes we grieve him by refusing to yield to him so that he changes us. Some, sometimes we do things as if we are telling him we prefer this side of darkness than the, the side of light. So this is why I want to encourage us wherever you are. The grace of God is sufficient. We need to pray. We need to learn the truth. We need to know how to experience Christ on a daily basis. That's why we bring for you these wonderful messages and this wonderful ministry of experiencing Christ. It is to have freedom in totality. The Bible says, whoever the Son sets free is supposed to live a life which is of total freedom. He is free indeed. And we need this freedom on all areas of our lives. This is the work we are to do on a daily basis. May the Spirit of God favor us, show us this grace and this vision. God bless you. We love you. We believe in you. We trust that God is working in your life. If you are following us, you will never regret. God bless you. You can follow us on our website, freedomexperienceministry.org. Also on our Facebook page, Freedom Experience Ministry. We have also the ministry on the radio, Freedom Experience Radio. Uh, you can always tune in Freedom Experience Radio. You, we have good teachings. Some of the teachings you find on the radio. Even if you have missed them here, you always find them back. You come into our archives on the website, you can download them. We have availed these teachings for you to see the light of life 
and this is what we call experiencing Christ as life, light, grace, and reality for our enjoyment. This is what we call freedom experience. I pray for you that you may enjoy Christ, continue to understand the ways of Christ, live in Him, move in Him, have your being in Him. His grace is sufficient, the power of the Holy Spirit is present, the Holy Spirit is busy at work on a daily basis. Yield to Him. He is going to, to give you more grace. You shall be an overcomer. He says that we are more than conquerors. We cannot fail if we trust unto Him. If we yield unto Him, you are going to see that you will see darkness no more. Now that from the day you accepted Jesus Christ, you need a second touch. Like the other man was blind. The Lord touched him and says, what do you see? Oh, I see people moving as trees moving as people. He says, that is not clear. He gives him the second touch and says, I see all things well. We need a second touch from the day we accept Christ. Wherever you are, keep on submitting to the powers of the Holy Spirit that he may touch you, transform you, change you. He is willing to do so. He says, whoever comes to me, I will not cast out. We need Christ. We need to move in him. We need to enjoy him on a daily basis. Take him as your portion, the portion of the inheritance in the kingdom of his dear son. He loves us. Glory to God. Hallelujah. May the rich Lord, God our Father, in Jesus Christ, by the Holy Spirit and through the Holy Spirit, be with us all. God bless you. We love you. This is Pastor Dennis Matovoda from Kampala, Uganda, Freedom Experience Ministry. To get more of this message Amen. and partner with Freedom Experience Ministry, log on to our website, www.freedomexperienceministry.org or find us on our Facebook page, Freedom Experience Ministry. You can also call us directly on plus 256-703-89-0009. Be blessed. Experience the mystery of the word, the redemptive power of revelation, and eternity purpose brought to light in your walk with Christ.